You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. And it is our Open Forum Wednesday, getting ready for the uh, Kings and the Raptors. Tip-off in about 40 minutes. We have got uh, the NFL week starting tomorrow. Got some big games this weekend. And anything else that's going on, the World Cup is set, as it will be France and Argentina. And I was just seeing that France is worried about a virus spreading out through their team. And uh, they are taking big-time precautions to get ready for uh, the final coming up on Sunday. All right. I want to hear from you. It is an open forum Wednesday, whatever direction you want to go. The Kings last night got blown out against Philly. Uh, tonight, they're taking on a Raptors team that is 10 and 10-3 on their home floor. Uh, Kevin Herter, game-time decision, but I'm hearing that he is going to play. But certainly, you want to monitor that. Uh, the Kings then will close out their road trip uh, in Detroit. Now, I will be on with Ryan after the game tonight on YouTube Live. All right? So, again, we are going to be breaking down this game the one thing that has really hurt the kings in this recent stretch is their shooting particularly their three-point shooting uh they are not shooting the ball well and that is their bread and butter Uh, that's true of most teams in the league by the way you know what that's true of most teams uh in the nba but we'll see if they can shoot better tonight again uh Three-point shooting has been an issue uh, for the uh, Sacramento Kings. So the Kings and the Raptors uh, post-game show on YouTube live after the game. Uh, Hit me up. I'd love to hear from you, and we can break it down. And then the Kings will, as I said, close out their road trip uh, against the Detroit Pistons. Uh, Anything else going on? You want to talk World Cup? I'm sure Connor uh, watched the game. I did not. Uh, No surprise, I guess. You know, Morocco, the uh, Cinderella story of this cup made it all the way to the semis it's going to take a herculean effort uh to beat france and they win two nil and so they will be taking on messi and argentina and uh i i would think that you know france who won the world cup the last time i i would think this is a pretty even matchup uh i don't know i'm just going by what i'm reading they are concerned about a virus that is uh Within the French team, uh, they are isolating certain players. There were two players that were unavailable today. And it's interesting. I was not aware of this. All right. It's the first time I heard it. But, you know, again, they're taking all precautions to make sure this does not spread. 
Again, they had two players that were unavailable uh, for their 2 nothing win in the semifinals. I guess there is, in Qatar, it's called Middle East Respiratory Syndrome, which can cause a flu-like illness ranging in severity. So there you have it. I, I don't really know what that is, but uh, it's called the Middle East Respiratory Syndrome. Boy, that would be brutal, wouldn't it, to get all the way to the World Cup and not be able to play? How, that, that, how bad would that be? Wow. So, again, the question is, will France be able to stop Messi? You know, I, again, I don't, I don't know a lot about soccer, but I know greatness when I see it. And watching him when he has the ball is incredible. It's like the ball's attached to his foot with a string. He's incredible. He really is unbelievable. So anyway, the World Cup is set. If you have any thoughts on that, uh, hit me up. Also, all right, NFL, if you want to get into the NFL weekend, we can do that. You know, I'm looking at the forecast for the Dolphins and the Bills. Yeah, you know it's going to be cold, but they're expecting heavy snow coming up this weekend. So keep that in mind for a Saturday night game uh, in Buffalo. All right. You got the Niners and the Seahawks starting off tomorrow. And then your games on Saturday, Indiana or Indiana. Indianapolis is at Minnesota. Baltimore is in Cleveland. And Buffalo hosts Miami in the night game. Sunday, Philadelphia at Chicago. Atlanta is at New Orleans. The Jets, the Jets host the Lions. Steelers and Panthers from Carolina. Dallas is on the road to Jacksonville. Chiefs and Texans in Houston. Arizona is at Denver. The Raiders host the Patriots. Tennessee is at the Chargers. Bengals and Bucks in Tampa. And the Sunday night game has the Giants at Washington. Boy, how bad of a Monday night matchup is this? The Rams and the Packers, which, you know, obviously when the schedule comes out, you're thinking, well, that's going to be a big game. Uh-uh, not anymore. Rams and Packers, Monday night. How poor are those ratings going to be? Brutal. So, you know, the real big games this weekend, I think that, you know, Seattle has to win tomorrow if they have any hopes of winning the division. Miami at Buffalo, a huge game. Miami must win if they have any hopes of winning the division. Giants, Washington, the loser's probably going to be uh, out watching the playoffs instead of participating in the playoffs. You know, those are some of the big games on the schedule. All right, let's get to uh, some folks that want to chat here on Open Forum Wednesday with Connor. Hey, Connor, what's going on? Not much, Grant. How are you? I'm good. So, yeah, the World Cup final is set. France, Argentina, two powerhouses. All the weak links are gone. I mean, I think that this is going to be kind of like a passing of the torch game. I mean, Messi's last World Cup game, Mbappe's the future of the sport. I mean, it's just pretty incredible, the storylines that are shaping up. Who's going to win? Who are you picking? I'm going to pick France to repeat from 2018. I think they're too powerful. Okay, low scoring, one nothing. I think it'll be probably more high scoring, like a 3-2 kind of thing. Why do you say that? 
Because, I mean, both these teams are, I mean, offensively gifted with guys like Messi, Mbappe. I mean, I think, I mean, it's a World Cup final. The last final France played in, I think they won 4-2 to against Croatia. So, I think there's bound to be some goals. Okay, there you go. Would you do you have a preference? Would you like to see Messi in his last World Cup go out on top? I'm more of a Mbappe fan, so I'd rather okay. France win. I mean, because I like Cristiano Ronaldo more than Messi, so they kind of have a pretty big okay. rivalry. Okay, all right, there you go. What about the Kings tonight? What are you expecting? Uh, I'm expecting another lackluster performance. I mean. I'm starting to get a little worried about this team. I know on the YouTube live show, you said it's a long season. You can't focus on a game in December as being big. But, I mean, I think, I mean, you pointed out in the Western Conference, there's a lot of teams. And if you start losing a few games, you're going to be on the outside looking in. So, I think this is a big get-right game for the Kings. And then, obviously, you need to beat the Pistons. Yeah, the Pistons are the worst team in the Eastern Conference. And there there is no excuse for going in there and losing. I mean, period. I don't, regardless of what happens tonight. So now in the West, you have the Kings are seventh at 14 and 12. If they lose tonight, all right, then they probably drop, you know, down with Dallas. I mean, I look at the schedule tonight. And again, it's the NBA, it's 82 games, but you, you know, you always keep your eye. You had a, uh, again, losing last night. So here are the other games. You have Portland is at San Antonio. You have Minnesota at the Clippers. So those are teams that you keep an eye on. And you have Cleveland at Dallas. So the standings are going to change again tonight. And if the Kings lose, you know, they could drop two more spots in the standings. So, you know, Toronto is good at home. Uh, We'll see how the Kings respond, particularly in the first quarter. Tip-off is in about 30 minutes. Yeah, and then switching gears a little bit since it's open forum Wednesday, I had a question for you or more of a statement. I mean, talking about the San Francisco 49ers, obviously we're both Giants fans, but when I'm looking at the Niners looking to next year with their quarterback situation, I mean, I'm looking like I think that there's no reason that Trey Lance should be the starting quarterback week one. I mean, I would rather have Jimmy Garoppolo and I would rather have Brock Purdy with a guy. I mean, I want to hear your thoughts on this because I mean it's looking like I haven't seen it. I I haven't seen enough of Brock Purdy. I'm not I'm not going to go gaga over one game. I need to see more than a quarterback play one game. Quarterbacks, you know, even guys that are journeymen will come out and play really well on a particular game. So I need to see more of Brock Purdy uh, before I can make that concrete. However, yeah, based on the small sample size, I would agree with you completely that based on what I have seen, those two are ahead of Trey Lance significantly. So, yes, I don't disagree with that. I mean, the future of this Niners team the next couple years is looking very bright, but could you imagine if they had all those picks that they gave up for Trey Lance still? I mean, they'd be a powerhouse for, like, the next five years. Yeah, right? Think about that. Yeah, think about that. Uh, It's pretty – again, you know, you you look at – franchises look at what the bears did right you know the, look at what the bears gave away to get mitchell trubisky who's not even with the team and other teams do that it does set you back significantly absolutely absolutely 
I mean, look at Zach Wilson's now a backup quarterback, basically, and he was the second yeah. pick a couple years ago. Yeah, I have a feeling he's going to be starting here real soon. But, yes, I mean, it's crazy what goes on in the NFL. And then, you know, Sam Darnold, right, where's he, right? I mean, look at Baker Mayfield and what the Browns, when they took him, you know, he's on his third team already. So there is no sure thing in the National Football League, particularly at the quarterback position. Yeah, I 100% agree. I mean, it's the most important position in the sport. And basically, whether you can hit on a draft pick or not is really key to building a future. All right. You have any roundtable fantasy football round or we'll get a roundtable started if you want. Any issues that you're dealing with this week with your fantasy football team? Yeah, sure. This is the first week of the playoffs for me. I squeaked in the playoffs at a five and nine record. So now it's win or my season's over. So. I basically need a wide receiver question. I have. All right. Hang, hang on. Hang on real quick. Um, this is the, the cue for anyone that wants to get on the round table. Hit your hand icon. I'll put you right up on stage. All right. Go ahead with your wide receiver question. So my I have two pretty good receivers in Jalen Waddle and Garrett Wilson, but I need to decide on Michael Pittman or Mark Andrews for my third option. All right. Cody, welcome to uh, the round table. What do you think? So this is for a flex spot, Connor? It's just my third receiver because tight ends count as receivers in my league. Okay. And Tyler Huntley is going to be starting for Baltimore. I'm I'm looking who they're playing, the Browns. They're playing Cleveland on Saturday. And then you got the – I play uh, Michael Pittman versus the Minnesota secondary. I like that matchup more. Andrews, he's been hurt. That what I've been seeing out of him recently. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. that help you out, Connor? Yeah, I mean, Mark Andrews, has he hasn't had, like, a touchdown or more than 65 yards in, like, over a couple months. So, I mean, I'll probably go with Pittman this week. Cody, what about you? You have any issues with your team? Are you all set for this weekend? Uh, just I, I'm, I'm debating if I play DK Metcalf uh, on tomorrow night versus the 49ers or play Chris Olave, the Saints receiver, Sunday versus Atlanta. What do you think, Connor? I'd probably lean towards Metcalf. I mean, I know it's a Thursday night game, but it's a divisional game. Anything can happen. I think Metcalf's a better receiver than Olave, so I'd start him. You know, it just seems that Thursday night games are low-scoring games, and I just wonder, you know, how that impacts 
you know, what you guys do when you select a receiver. But, you know, and again, against that 49ers defense as well, how does that factor into what you would decide to do, Cody? It, it, it factors a lot. That's why I'm nervous playing Metcalf. He's, he's only getting, it seems like, uh, short yardage targets. And he seems, I don't know, he gets hurt here and there. He'll come out of the game. That's why I'm hesitant to play him this week. It's a, it's a playoff matchup. And uh, the Saints had a bye week. They're playing Atlanta. They're pretty soft in the secondary. Chris Olave, he, he gets the most targets on the Saints. So I, it's a, a DK Metcalf. I think he's a better player. But right now, I, I kind of want to roll with Olave. I was just getting your guys' opinion. What do you think, Grant, about tomorrow night's game, the Seahawks and the Niners? I think the Niners just win the game because they're just a better all-around football team, and I think their defense uh, will win the game. I just, you know, I, I, even with all their injuries, I still think they will figure out a way to win the game with their defense. All right. Connor, what do you think about the game tomorrow? Yeah, I think it's the Seahawks game to lose. I mean, the Niners are probably the hottest team other than maybe the Bengals in the NFL right now. I think the Seahawks are catching them at a bad time. Although it's Thursday night and it's a divisional game, anything could happen, obviously, but I think the Niners will win this game pretty comfortably. All right, we have Al with us. Uh, Al, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good, guys. Can you hear me? Yes. Um, I don't know if you heard you know, me. Go ahead. Go ahead, Al. I, I did. I'm sorry to interrupt you. And first off, I want to say it comes down to matchup, Nate. I mean, you're looking at what happens is during the season, every season is new, and fantasy uh, experts, they're going to track this. They're going to say this team's sixth overall against wide receivers, you know, as far as defense. They're going to track. It's a new season, but now we're starting week one in the playoffs. So that's the basis of it. It's the, it's in DK Metcalf. You know, is the more talented, the better player, but I got to go with the matchup with Olave. Niners defense is just suffocating, man. I just and TJ Lock, Tyler Lockett seems to be getting a lot of the looks for Seattle. I would, I would opt for Olave myself. All right, interesting. Any other Al? Do you have any questions for this weekend? Uh, no, I squeaked in at eight and six. Eight and six in my I got we got a twelve team league. Uh, I'm pretty well set. I'm a little worried. I got Josh Allen. I talked to the group a couple of weeks ago. I was playing with uh, going with uh, somebody else, and like Connor said, "Hey, look, you don't never bench Josh Allen. I know it's going to be snowing. I got other I got other options with Kirk Cousins and." And Trevor Lawrence had a heck of a game, but you know I'm just going to stick with my guns and stay with Allen. Other than that, though, I'm pretty well set. Just keeping an eye on injuries. You know, I got a, uh, I got uh, Brian Robinson as one of my my second running back for the Redskins. What do you think of him, Nate and Connor? You guys are probably familiar with him. You're, he's in your playing. You guys, what would you say, uh, Brian Robinson or maybe Jeff Wilson if he's healthy? He's splitting time with him. Well, you know, the Giants' best defensive lineman against the run, Leonard Williams, has been hurt, and he's questionable for this game. And when he's on the field, he is really, really good against the run. And I don't know if he's playing. I I don't like the way the Giants are playing at all right now. So I I could see him having a really big game. I I just – I'm I'm looking at this game for the Giants. And, Connor, you can weigh in on this as well. But 
you know, the Giants are, uh, they have been decimated, I think, with injuries. In other words, the Giants weren't that good to begin with. They were winning because they were playing gritty, the, the cliches, hard-nosed football. But they also were getting some really incredible seasons, like from Adore Jackson. And, you know, with him off the field, the Giants have been a completely different team. He's questionable for this week. But I could see Robinson having a big game against the Giants. Steve, what about you, Connor? Yeah, I definitely start Robinson, especially if Jeff Wilson's the other option. I mean, the Miami backfield is very weird. I mean, they don't get a lot of carries. Neither one really shines ever. I mean, yeah. the Giants, obviously, yeah, they're struggling. But if they can get Williams back with Dexter Lawrence in the middle, it's going to be hard to run on them. Yep, very much, very much. Number one runner is uh, James Conner with the, with the Cardinals. He always seems to get a touchdown every game. He gets me like double big digits on the points. Do you make your uh, playoffs, Cody? On uh, four of my six teams, yes. You got six leagues, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> How do you track six, six teams? I, mean, you got I, your got, I got two two bye weeks this week, so I've only got two uh, playoff matchups. Wow, good for you, man. Where's our buddy Jeff, man? Is he hiding on us? Yeah. He must have, he must have, uh, he must have got knocked out of the playoffs, and he's, and he's well, sulking. No, no, no. He's got 242 teams. He's doing his homework. He's probably in his room somewhere. <laughs> You know, figuring out all of his lineups for his 242 teams. There you have it, you know? You, you know what's so funny? When I've done multiple leagues, I try to get the same guy in every league if I can. Otherwise, you know, sometimes, Nate, you got you got what the guy, for it, he's going on your team in one league and he's going for the, your opponent in another league. <laughs> I don't know how Cody. Unbelievable. Good luck here, man. Great Jake Dobbin getting all those buys, man. You know your stuff. You got you and Connor. You got to know your stuff. All right, guys, appreciate it. Any other questions for uh, either Al, Cody, or Connor? You got any more issues? Yeah, I got one more. It's more of like an okay. NFL question than fantasy, but I don't know if you guys know what's going on in Houston. Like, their quarterback situation has kind of stuck out. Like, do they have a second quarterback that's, like, playing even when Davis Mills is healthy? Like, I don't know what's going on there. They're, a, they're an awful team, aren't they? God, how awful are they? Seriously, they are just absolutely brutal. Brutal. Cody, go ahead. Do you have any? Uh, there, uh, yeah. You have a take on that? I've got Davis Mills on a team, and uh, they're they're bringing in Jeff Driscoll for the goal line packages and short yardage packages because he could scramble better. So they're going to run with two quarterbacks at least for that game. Uh, the coach said, "I don't know if we'll see it this week or not, but it is kind of weird." Well. Is that you on the computer, Al? Al, are you like trying to get information on your computer while we're talking? Is that you on your laptop, or is that someone else? But Jeff, you know, that, that's backup, me. Right? That's me, guys. Yeah. I'm sorry, to, and I'm not. I'm not really. I hate to say it. I'm kind of in, but I'm at my, I'm at work, so. <laughs> oh no problem. <laughs> no problem back buddy. And, uh, but uh, I'll stop typing. But uh, yeah, I'm not familiar with the with the Houston quarterback situation, but uh, so. You know, I, I couldn't speak to that, Connor. I'm not sure what's going. Do you have what other? You got another option for quarterback? Is it just one quarterback, or who's your other? No, that was just more of a hypothetical. I was just kind of wondering because it was interesting that they're playing like two quarterbacks in the same game. Is, I have are a they playing Jeff? Are they playing Driscoll too? Is that the guy they're putting on the field? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. 
Is he like a Taysom Hill where he comes in, you know he's going to run the ball? Yeah, he may throw up. He got like a 10% chance he's going to throw up. Is that kind of what they're doing down there? Or? He, he could scramble kind of like Steve Young. I his accuracy, I'm not so sure about. He didn't cut it with the Lions or the Broncos. Right. So <laughs> they're just trying to something new, I guess, the Texans. Did you guys see that what happened the other day? They pulled Deshaun Watson out, put Jacoby Brissett in, they, and you're figuring he's going to run because Watson's your your passer, and Brissett throws a long pass incomplete. The Browns fans, did you guys see that? Yes. I, uh, I, I did see that. Yes, I did see that now that you bring it to my attention. Hey, Connor, real quickly, uh, good news for the Giants. I'm looking at their updated injury report from today, and Adoree Jackson is not on the injury report. Yesterday, he was questionable. So if he's not on the injury report, that means he's going to play. And that is big news for the Giants. However, Leonard Williams was limited in practice today. I know Leonard Williams. If he can play, he's going to play. He's got a neck issue. And, you know, when you're playing defensive line and you have a neck issue, that, 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 that's a concern. Uh, McKinney is out defensive backfield. But if you get a Dory Jackson, that is huge. Huge for the Giants getting ready to play this game on Sunday night. That's a big, big addition for the Giants. But guess who's coming back for Washington? Uh, a guy by the name of Chase Young, who is the real freaking deal. So keep that in mind as well. Oh. That's not good news. He's going to torch our offensive line. <laughs> right? At, at least at least Saquon's 100%, it looks like. Yeah, yeah. he's not on the injury report either. So, uh, but... You know, with Washington, they're rolling right now. They're one of those teams, along with the Detroit Lions, that are starting to play their best football, you know, around Thanksgiving and after Thanksgiving. And so keep an eye on that. But, you know, again, Chase Young is officially questionable. He was limited today, but he is on track to be back on the field. Guys, always good uh, having you on the roundtable. I appreciate it. And uh, we will talk to you later. Cody, again. Really appreciate you coming on, Connor. Good stuff right there. And, of course, uh, Al, it's always good chatting with you. You're welcome to come back on as an individual. If you want to talk about something else, we can do that as well right here on an open forum Wednesday. I'd be surprised if Chase Young is not on the field for this game Sunday night. I'd be surprised. I mean, there was some talk about him playing last week, but it didn't make sense with the bye week to give him an extra week. So that's an issue. Now, how effective will he be? I mean, he's on a different planet than a lot of guys, you know? He really is. You know, he's coming off of, you know, his knee injury. But again, uh, he was limited uh, today. Brian Robinson, by the way, who you were uh, asking about on the roundtable, was limited today as well with a quad injury, but he's expected to play. And, you know, a lot of guys are limited in practice this time of the year. You know, a lot of guys. Officially for that game, Cam Sims is questionable. Uh, Andrew Norwell, the guard, is questionable. Uh, I'm looking at, let's see, Montez Sweat, defensive end, questionable. Young, questionable. Robinson, questionable. Antonio Gibson, running back, questionable. You know, again. It's life in the National Football League, all right? That's the way it goes. Now, if you're looking at 
the updated injury report for the game coming up tomorrow. And again, you know, if you're looking at this, I mean, this is a huge game, but it's if San Francisco loses this game, it's not the end of the world. All right. They're still going to win the division in all likelihood. Seattle, I mean, could they win the division? They could, but they're just trying to get into the show right now. So this is a really, really big game for Seattle. Now, when you look at San Francisco, uh, Brock Purdy, questionable. All right. He's the only one on the Niners injury list. We know that Samuel is out. All right. We get that. But that's pretty good this time of the year to have only one player on your injury report, albeit, you know, it is your quarterback. All right. So, you know, keep that in mind. But I think defensively, San Francisco will be able to control this game. They're going to win this game, I think, with their defense. And I do think they will win this game. Seattle, meanwhile, their injury report, uh, running back Dallas, questionable, and that's it. So both teams are feeling pretty good with their health uh, entering the game uh, tomorrow. All right, Kings and Raptors going to be tipping the ball up in about 15 minutes if you want to talk about that or anything else here on Open Form Wednesday. Uh, And Kevin Herter has been ruled out, all right? Kevin Herter will not play tonight for Sacramento. So they are shorthanded in the backcourt. Malik Monk needs to have a really big game without Kevin Herter. That's a big loss for Sacramento. Got an ankle injury, and you have to hope that he's able to play in Motown. So, again, no Kevin Herter tonight. All right, hit me up. Kings win tonight, or are they going to lose? I think without Herter, they're going to be in trouble. You know, I mean, it's going to be Sabonis, 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 which is pretty much, you know, everything every night. God, that guy is good. So good. So freaking good. Can you imagine if he gets hurt? Oh, boy. That would not be good. That would not be good. So the Kings will be shorthanded tonight uh, in about uh, 10 minutes. No Kevin Herter. Don't forget, coming up on the uh, post-game show, YouTube Live, we'll break it down for you with Ryan as uh, the Kings try to uh, win their second game of this trip. And, I, you know, again, I don't think tonight is anything, you know, I know Connor asked me about this on the stream today on the show with Jerry. Tonight's a game. That's what it is. It's a game in December. You know, if you lose the game, yeah, it's not good, but it doesn't kill you. Uh, Jerry and I both agreed that the game coming up against Detroit is a game you absolutely have to have. You can't be losing games in this conference to teams like Detroit. And the reason why I say that, the Kings were very fortunate to beat Detroit just a couple of weeks ago in Sacramento. And that was also without Cade Cunningham, who is out for the year with shin surgery. That's a big loss for them. I, I don't care how you're playing. You know, you, you have to go in and you have to win a game in Detroit. If you get on that airplane and you're looking at a one and five road trip, that is it's not a disaster, okay? But it's pretty damn bad. I think we can all agree on that. So we'll see what happens tonight. Again, no Kevin Herter uh, for Sacramento. And you know, that means Fox has got to step up tonight and have a big game. You know, I know he's been dealing with a foot issue. Hopefully that helped the two days off, two games off 
Uh, he needs to shoot the ball well tonight. You know, they really need his offense tonight without Kevin Herter. You know, you're missing anywhere between 15 and 25 points in the backcourt. So now it's next man up, and uh, we'll see uh, who can get the job done. All right, let's move along to get to uh, some more phone calls, and we say hello to Brian. Hello, Brian. How are you? I'm good, Grant. How are you doing today? Uh, I'm well, thank you. Hey, I'm jumping in on late, so I apologize if you've already spoken or it's been addressed or whatnot. Uh, regarding the Kings, going into this road trip, I wanted 3-3, three and three, but realistically, I'm like, please just go 2-4. and four. That way we remain two games over 500. We're 1-2. and two. Obviously, last game, uh, not a great game. Uh, we, uh, we got lucky to win the other game. You're what? No, 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 no. You're you're not one and two. You're one and three. Oh, excuse me. So let me rephrase. I need when we started this. I w- I wanted to go two and four on this road trip. So we have to go get one of these next two games to remain two games over five hundred. Uh, if we ideally again, I wish we would have went three and three, but it is what it is. I'm not expecting to win uh, these next two games. If we can get one, we're weathering the storm while we're uh, we're not playing as well. Uh, that's how I viewed this road trip. What were your thoughts? Uh, I thought that they should and could easily go three and three. I thought they could go four and two based on how well they were playing. I thought if they won one of the first two games, they would go four and two. And when they beat Cleveland, I thought the table was set for them to be able to do that. But obviously that's not the case. And right now, um, yeah, I mean, if you're looking at this without being – and Jerry Reynolds talked about this. If you can win one of the next two games, you know, okay, you survived the road trip, you're two games over 500, and you have seven straight games coming up at home. So, yeah, probably right. Yeah, and I, if we were – if Fox was healthy and he was playing well, I would have had a higher expectation. But with him and the lingering effects and the up-in-the-air status of him and everything, I kind of lowered my expectation going on that trip, uh, right or wrong. That's how I viewed it. Uh, really, really quick, switching gears. I don't know if you've spoke about this as a Giants fan. You know, we we haven't been relevant since uh, the World Series era, other than you know uh, two years ago, and then the you know we made the playoffs in 2016 with you know losing to the Cubs. But why not? You know, I know it's a big contract, uh, but what we've been doing thus far these past you know six plus years hasn't been working. So uh, I'm fine with it because. Uh, because of that reason, you know, I'm not a fan of these long contracts in baseball, but it does seem to be the going trend right now, and it is what it is. And uh, well, I'll tell you right now, I think it's, I, I'll tell you right now, I think it's a better signing than uh, Aaron Judge would have been. Okay, okay, good to know. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I don't know if you spoke on that, but that's good to know your opinion. Uh, you know, with Crawford getting older. I don't know what their plan is, if they're going to move him to third or what the case may be. I haven't done that deep dive yet. But uh, having a shortstop, a dynamic shortstop like that is, uh, it was a pressing need with uh, Crawford's age and everything. I, I, I think it's a great move for the Giants. And, again, I think it's going to work out better than if they had signed Judge. Shortstop is obviously a more important position uh, than, the you know, Judge. And I yeah. love the fact that Correa is on base a lot. He makes things happen on the base path. Obviously, I mean, I don't have to say this. He doesn't have the power uh, of judge, but he still can, you know, have some pop in his bat. I, I think it's a better signing. I mean, if you ask me, uh, and I'm not a Giants fan, by the way, I'm, if you ask me at the beginning of this free agency period, if I'm the Giants, would it be smarter to sign Judge or Correa? 
I would have said Correa. I think it's a better move for them. I really do. Yeah, you know, having a core shortstop position is harder to fill, have someone dynamic like that in the long run versus, you know, uh, fielding, fielding your team with, with moving parts in the outfield type players and so Well, forth. just, just look at Brandon Crawford. Look at Brandon Crawford. Yeah. Look what he did for the Giants. I mean, think about the oh, Giants yeah. without Brandon Crawford over those years. Oh, yeah, huge staple, huge core, fantastic, you know, run from the, from the World Series uh, era up into this, you know, current, you know, uh, core of players. And on top of that, with the Padres making moves and the Dodgers seemingly having a high payroll every year, the Giants had to do something just to kind of uh, potentially win the division. Otherwise, they're just going to get buried. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, I mean, the Padres to me look like, you know, a dynamic team right now with Tatis coming back at, uh, you know, at some point during the season and with everything else they've done. You know, again, we can't forecast injuries, but they look like they're going to be at least 100 wins this year, which is the benchmark for a great team during the regular season. I think they're going to win 100 games this year. Yeah, yep, yep. On paper, it looks that way. So, well, always good talking, Grant, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Yeah, again, I think that's a really good move for the Giants. I really do. I think it's a better move for the Giants signing Correa than if you had Judge. Judge is going to put more fannies in the seats, but I think you win more games with Correa. I think it's a better fit for that ballpark, that team. I think it's a very good move, a very good move for the Giants. Very good move. Is it a lot of money? Yeah, but, you know, as a fan, why do you care how much a player is getting paid? What difference does it make? Seriously. Do you ever go to a game and think about, gee, this guy's making this amount, that guy's making that amount? I've never once gone to a game and said to my and, and and figured out who's making what. You know, when I go watch the Giants play in New York, I don't sit there and go, let's see, my left tackle's making this, my middle linebacker. I don't care. Who the hell cares? You know, can you play or can you not play? Are you going to help the team win or are you not going to help the team win? I don't never never matter to me how much money uh, the players make, and who can relate to that anyway. What percent of the population can relate to a player making a couple of hundred thousand dollars per game? Can you relate to that? Really? I don't know about you, but I sure can't. And and if if you were really to break it down, it would probably make you sick to your stomach. You know, if you realized that you were going to watch, you know, Mr. Headcase and Malcontent, Kyrie Irving, and he's making six hundred thousand every game. You know, you probably wouldn't even go to the game. You're like, really? I, I'm dealing with this. 
for a guy that's making $600,000 a game? No, I think I'll stay home. Thank you very much. So it's probably a good thing that you don't analyze how much these, uh, and again, I don't want to stereotype. A lot of the players go out and play hard and, you know, are grateful for what they earn and they try to give you your money's worth and, you know, everything else. Okay. So I'm, uh, I'm not, I'm just picking on Kyrie Irving and a couple of other players because I just think it's absurd. But, you know, I, again, I, if you're a Giants fan, what difference does it make to you how much they're paying Carlos Correa? Unless they have absolutely no money left to add any other aspects of their team. Now, that's when you would care, all right? If, you're like, if your payroll is now spent, you can't have no money left to go out and get this guy or that guy, then yeah. All right, then I could see that. Then all of a sudden, I'm like, okay, I got you. But other than that, what difference does it make? All right, in about three minutes, they'll start the game in Toronto, uh, the Kings and the Raptors. I will be on YouTube Live coming up right after the game with Ryan and Sacktown. We're looking forward to that. Uh, tomorrow, we'll get you ready for the 49ers and the Seahawks at 4 o'clock right here on Listen App. And, of course, we'll have reaction from the Kings and the Raptors. That is all coming up tomorrow. Looking forward to a busy day. Looking forward to the NBA tonight. And we'll see if the Kings can kind of stop this little mini slide. I think you could call it that. One and three on this road trip. And then, of course, they will head to Detroit to close it out against the Pistons. But Kings and Raptors, don't forget, I'll be on in about uh, two hours and 20 minutes from now or so. Uh, to talk about the Kings and the Raptors. Hey, appreciate your support. Appreciate you joining me here on Open Forum Wednesday. Make it a good rest of the day, and we'll talk to you after the game over on YouTube. So long, everybody. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.